Welcome to the Fertility Doula. This is your girl, Katrina. Thank you so much. I just want to start off by saying thank you. I checked out my last episode and listen, I I got some listeners listening to me. Okay, this is the Urban Mommy. And you know, like I say, I want to help other women become mothers. So that's my entire goal. And I'm just grateful that I have this platform and many other platforms that I created to be able to share and my experience on this fertility journey. So I just want to come on here to let you guys know that I will be coming out with new episodes very, very soon. Please be patient with me. You guys know I have a 10 month old and she is very busy. And I also have a 10 year old who is doing remote learning. So I'm juggling a lot. And on top of that, I have a business, a tea company. This is a little plug. Listen, I have no shame. Please take the liberty, take the time, take the effort, do what you got to do, but take the time to visit www.truetea.shop. I started off making tea for women who were starting their fertility journey and it just manifested into something greater and I jumped into it and my business is doing very well and I'm just grateful especially during this time that this pandemic I've been able to have a lot of time creative wise to really put forth things that I am passionate about and not just tea but helping women become mommies and helping women with their fertility journey so I know I neglected my podcast for a couple of months but I do apologize I I know for certain that I will be coming out with new episodes very soon so please bear with me if you're not following me on the fertility doula on Instagram please do so now as well as following my tea company when I tell you I get a lot of compliments and a lot of positive feedback with the teas that I make the one tea in particular that's my baby is the VT and this tea is specifically for women who are trying to cleanse their uterus and you know especially when they're starting their fertility journey so uh take a look at the website it's VT so um place your order and you know I have positive intentions with everything that I create and when you are drinking this tea you have to have that same mentality as well it's to help clean and cleanse and so try it out test it out let me know what you think you're supposed to drink this tea I would say about three to four days before your cycle your menstrual cycle so do that I won't listen. I'm not trying to say anybody wrong. I'm not a doctor in any way, but I have experience. And that's the most important thing when putting out a product or putting out any type of information. You have experience and you went through things that people can relate and understand. So therefore, try this tea out. Anyway, I'm plugging in my business on my other business, but I do thank you so much for listening. You are awesome. All of you guys are awesome. Listen, I'm just an urban mom trying to help other women become mommies as well. So with that, I am going to say I will speak to you guys soon. Please continue to follow and tune in 
support and I will speak to you guys real soon. I'm just really happy to know that I have listeners and sometimes I feel like, oh, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? And, you know, just looking at this podcast, I'm like, you know what? This was confirmation for me that I needed today. I was listening in on a friend of mine's podcast and I said, let me check out what my, my podcast is doing because I've been neglecting it. And I looked on there and I said, girl, so I just wanted to come on here and say thank you. Thank you to all the listeners. I really appreciate it. And you'll hear from me really, really soon. Until then, I'll speak to you guys soon. Stay safe. Stay blessed. All right, and we'll talk soon. Hello, and welcome back to the Fertility Doula. It's your girl, Katrina, and I am back with another episode. For today's episode, we're going to talk about getting pregnant over 35. So the first thing that I really want to explain uh is just when i use the word fertility doesn't mean that you have issues with your uterus or issues with trying to get pregnant it's just basically using this term to explain the process so your fertility journey your fertility process um i just like using that word so um i just want to just break that down just a little so you guys can understand that when I use the word fertility, it's just meaning like we're getting your uterus ready. We're getting your, your, basically your body is the the vessel to carry this life. So that's the word that I like to use a lot is fertility. So don't be alarmed. Don't get all worked up. It's just um, breaking down definitions so that we can understand this whole process together. So when getting pregnant over the age of 35, The first thing you want to do is either reach out to your gynecologist, have a consultation, let them know that you are interested in finding out if you are able to carry or if you even have enough follicles a month to start tracking your ovulation. You want to test your hormone levels. You also want to get your routine pap smear, get all of that out of the way so that you can then start planning and preparing. The next thing you want to do is when they do your follicle check, they're going to see how many follicles your body is going to be producing. So follicles is a term that they use, and that's basically saying the eggs. So every time you ovulate is when your your follicles are coming down, down to the fallopian tube and into your uterus, and that way the sperm can, you know, meet with the uterus and implantation takes place. So that is the main source that you want to really get tested because you want to know how many follicles you're producing and if it's regular and what side ovary is producing more. So you want to get that down. You also want to get your hormone levels because your hormone levels really helps produce the follicles, the healthy follicles. And if you're, you know, a woman that is suffering from PCOS or you have fibroid issues or you know whatever the case may be within your uterus you want to make sure that these hormone levels are evaluated and you're on the proper medication to help sustain your pregnancy 
So the next step is basically finding out um, ovulation. When are you going to ovulate? You have to be on top of it. Your ovulation is the key to knowing when to baby dance. Baby dance is a term that I'm going to use. Baby dancing is basically intercourse or when you can do your at-home insemination. Now, at-home insemination is a little bit more intricate to explain, and I will do a separate uh, episode on that topic in particular. But ovulation is the key because then you'll know, okay, this is the time that we have to baby dance, or this is the time that we can do uh, the at-home insemination kit, you know, all the supplies you need, you have the sperm, and you're good to go. So ovulation is very important. Your follicle count is very important. And tracking these things, I'm telling you, is very important. For women over 35, it's very, very, very important. So with tracking your ovulation, it's very important because you only have a 24 to 48 hour window. So that's why I'm saying you have to really be on top of it. Some women track their ovulation with their temperature check. Some women use the ovulation test kits or they do both. Uh, Some people check from their cervical mucus. They can tell if they're ovulating. It's a lot of different uh, ways that you can find out if your body is ovulating and you want it to ovulate, ovulate naturally. If you're unable to ovulate naturally, then that's when you will go and speak more detail with your doctor to follow up on what medications can help you uh, regulate your ovulation, regulate your periods. So I, I usually suggest women to um, use this process as a time to get to know your body and to understanding and just feeling, feeling your body out and knowing when you're ovulating. Uh, for some women, they can feel when they're ovulating or they know from their cervical mucus, the discharge, if it's clear and mucusy. Um, then they know that they're ovulating. But this is the time where you get to know your body. And I honestly suggest for women that um, are married to their husbands or their significant others um, to just give it, if you don't get pregnant the first time with this with this whole process, just give it some time. The more stress you put on yourself, the, the harder it is for your body to work with you. So always understand that. The next thing that I do suggest is changing your diet. Cutting out sugar, cutting out dairy is is very important. Dairy is the devil when it comes to women who are trying to conceive. Um, I will explain more, but I know that with both of my IVF um, journeys, the nurse and she was um, Filipino. She kept telling me the first time we got pregnant with Tyler, she kept saying, do not have anything dairy. Don't have no milk, no ice cream. She was like real general, like don't have any of these things. And I'm like, okay. And so I was just like, okay. But uh, the milk has hormones in it coming from the cow. And we all know that they're basically forced to produce milk okay we're not going to get into the topic but the more that they're forced the more hormones they put out because these are not hormones for us to ingest anyway 
it spikes your hormones and it kind of unbound keep you know has it unbalanced so dairy is something that you really want to stay away from when you're trying to get pregnant soda all these sugary things can you know fluctuate your your weight and um it could increase your weight it can change your metabolism it could change your entire body which can throw your whole cycle off which will result in you trying to stabilize uh what is the word stabilize your monthly cycles and to track it the day so that each month you'll know when you ovulate and when you can baby dance so trying to maintain a healthy diet is very very important even if you're just doing it for the beginning of your pregnancy or during your fertility journey it's very important regardless once you find out that you're pregnant and you're eight weeks along fine eat whatever you want but before then you have to stick to a very basic diet like more vegetables not too many fruits because fruits changes your ph your ph balance so you may have to depending on the woman you may have to really figure out what fruits can affect your ph because your ph will then throw everything off like i said this is a very intricate process a woman's body is very sensitive and so you have to really understand your body and go with your gut and knowing okay this is not going to work for me or this is going to work for me and um i think that you will be successful when trying to get pregnant over 35. prenatal vitamins are very important as well this kind of trumps the entire list before you even go to your gynecologist you're going to start your prenatal vitamins there's a lot of prenatal vitamins that are on the market i would suggest using prenatals that has been around for eight or more years you don't want to try anything new because then you'll end up like me with my second pregnancy i'm trying this all natural kind of you know veggie kind of prenatal pills and then it was a recall in the middle of the pregnancy because it was too much um i think it was mercury yes so therefore really stick with prenatals that has been around for eight or more years and um i i my body dealt well with the one a day um prenatals but everyone is different after a while the iron was too strong and it was just a nightmare so really try to it takes it's trial and error with prenatal vitamins but once you find prenatals that work for you i say stick with it because it'll it'll it'll, it'll, it'll be beneficial so you want to start your prenatals because that helps your body get into a more healthier state it helps your uterus it just kind of tricks your body into thinking like okay we're preparing we're we're getting this uterus ready we're getting this vessel ready for this blessing to come so it's all about mental preparation as well as physical preparation so once you've done all of that and you got your blood work done you got your pap smear done and the test comes back and they identified the reason why you may be infertile um, then you have to take the proper steps into understanding what different avenues you can take when trying to get pregnant. So I can list a few reasons why 
um, you will be infertile, why, some, why someone will be infertile. So the identified infertility in women, the most significant ones, are egg production. So like I said, your follicles is basically your baby. So if a woman is lacking egg count, lacking follicle count, and production, that is a major source of um, being identified as having infertility issues. The next thing for the men, that meant the men's side of things is the sperm count, sperm production. If they're not producing enough sperm to float up into the uterus and, and help, you know, merge with the embryo, the, the follicle, then that's an issue as well. So you ladies, sometimes it's not always you. It's not always the females that have uh, fertility issues. It can be your spouse. And when I say spouse, it can be the man in the relationship or whoever you're with uh, trying to you know, start a family. So sperm count is, is very important. So I guess while you're going to get your pap smear and getting your consultations on with your GYN, your, your man or husband can go and get their sperm count and get some tests done as well. It's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. The next thing that can contribute to infertility issue is fallopian tubes. Um, some women have clogged fallopian tubes. It is just an unidentified reason. Um, I, for one, have this issue. I had um, clogged fallopian tubes and it caused me to have an ectopic pregnancy. And so I was, we were unaware of this. And so with my first fertility cycle with another clinic, uh, they never did the hysteroscopy. And so we were not aware that this was going to happen. Um, some women have ectopic pregnancy, not because of clogged tubes. It's just, you know, unforeseen um, reasons. So fallopian tubes being clogged or um, blocked, that's the word, blocked, fallopian tubes being blocked. I know a lot of women in my family, they do have um, blocked fallopian tubes and they were unsuccessful with trying to get pregnant. And so I don't know specifically if it's a hereditary, if it's hereditary, but I do know that women in my family, they suffer from um, blocked tubes. The next thing is your cervix. So some women have cervixes that, a cervix that is either too, too thin when it comes to implantation or it's, it's just not a healthy environment for implantation to occur or for the sperm to even swim up in the cervix. So it's a lot that um, contributes to issues within the cervix. So when you go for your test, you make sure that if this is an issue, you ask specific questions on what can be done. And usually in this matter, it's just your body. There's nothing that can be done to help 
this environment within your cervix unless it's you have an infection or um the you know it's too thick uh things like that things like that i don't i think can be resolved but as far as the genetic makeup and and the design of your cervix that's something that the doctor really has no control over so you really want to understand the cervix and what it details as far as how it can um, be an issue when trying to get pregnant. So the next thing that you want to also take into account is um, your uterus shape. Some women, we are all designed differently. And so we all have different genetic makeups and our uterus is one of them. So usually with this is the HSG test that's taking place as well as um, they do a, a biopsy and they do a test to see their shape and the lining of your uterus to see if, if this environment is healthy, to see if it's you know sturdy enough and strong enough for implantation to occur. If your uterine lining is thick enough, they can give you medication for that. If it's not, um, they can, if it's too thick and there's no way that your uterus is going to allow implantation to occur, you, there may skip, you, they may just tell you just, you know, skip the baby dancing, but it all depends on the measurements. Um, and I think that that is basically it that we're going to cover for now. Um, Yeah. So those are the, the list of things that can be identified from your doctor when you go in for your consultation and you go in for your blood work, your pap smear. They're going to probably do the biopsy, the endometrial biopsy on your uterus, your uterine lining. They're going to do this procedure where they uh, put a dye inside to see if your fallopian tube is, is functioning properly and they're not clogged um blocked i keep saying clogged clogged blocked um your egg production follicle count is very very important so my thing is with this episode i really hope that you receive the information that you needed to go through with this process over 35 women over 35 you can get pregnant don't like listen you can get pregnant Everyone could get pregnant. There's every female could get pregnant, whether you do embryo um, surrogacy, whether you do IVF, whether you do at home insemination. Listen, you can get pregnant. Even with at home insemination, you could get pregnant with your spouse's sperm right there on the spot. Fresh sperm. Listen, okay? Because, listen, all right? I'm telling you, don't be afraid of, of getting to that age where you feel like you're going to be unsuccessful with getting pregnant. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of prayer. It takes a lot of meditation. It takes a lot of positive affirmations. It takes your whole entire soul into getting pregnant. And so you want to be able to go into this process with a clear mind and don't be so quick to think like, oh yeah, I'm going to get pregnant the first time. I'm fertile myrtle. Listen, because then you're going to get disappointed. And that's the last thing you want to do is get discouraged into conceiving. So 
women over 35, listen, I'm rooting for you. I'm here with you. I'm in your corner. I know. And I know that there's a lot of women that have other underlying issues as far as like diabetes, high blood pressure. They have fibroids. They have PCOS. They have, um, you know, T-shaped uterus. You know, they just have a lot of things that can hinder pregnancy. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that there's no such thing. When it's time, it is time. And so you have to stay positive. You have to really stick with a regimen that works for you. Change your diet. I'm not saying you have to work out and lose weight. Now, if you are a little bit overweight, that can be an issue as well when when starting your pregnancy. If you go in and your BMI is a little too high, that can be a contributing factor as well. So you want to make sure that you're on like this not a rocky path, but a smooth path, path that you've created so that you can, you know, like understand, all right, well, this, I checked this off the list. This is working. I checked this off the list. Okay, we get in there. Now, if you haven't checked off these things that I've listed, then maybe, you know, these are the reasons why you are not successful with getting pregnant. So I'm telling you, timing is everything. Knowing your body find a journal, document your your ovulation, the time, what was your temperature. And this is really important too. When you go into the doctor's office, they're going to say, okay, when was your last period? If you're stumbling on when was your last period, you're not really serious about tracking your cycle or your ovulation because that is very important. Now, if you're going through the IVF route or a medical route and getting pregnant, then uh, you, you don't really need to because you're going to be going in for blood work. They're going to test your hormone levels as well as they're going to check your follicle count as well as your maturity on the follicles. So when you go on the fertility route, medical route, you really don't have to track. But if you are doing it at home and you want a baby dance at home or do your at home insemination, you really have to factor in timing and organization and and really planning it out to a T. So with that, I want to conclude this episode of getting pregnant over 35. Listen, it's a process. It's a process and it's going to work and it's going to happen and it's on your time. And when God sees that it's perfectly timed for you to conceive, I'm not saying that, you know, your time is not right now and this and the third. It's all on your body and it's all in the universe and you just have to stay positive. And even a lot of women, they're like, oh, my God, I've been with this one guy for like three years and we never got pregnant. I think it's me. Ma'am, it may not be you. It may be him. Oh, well, I got with another guy and I was with him for two years and I still didn't get pregnant. Listen, you are stressed. How about the Lord is saving somebody that's perfect for you to then start a family? So listen, just because you've been with multiple people or you've tried multiple times, that doesn't mean that it's not, it's you. That doesn't mean that. It just means that you, your body just needs a little bit more tweaking. And therefore, that's the reason why I decided to make this episode because women over 35, you can get pregnant. Say this to yourself. I will get pregnant. My body is a vessel. My body is a vessel to carry life. Affirmation. Okay? So use it. 
intently. Use it through this process. Write down in your journals. Manifest, ladies. I'm telling you, it can happen for you. So I'm going to conclude this video. Ugh, I'm going to conclude this episode. I'm sorry, guys. Y'all know I have a YouTube channel, so I, I sometimes intermix both when talking to you guys. But I'm going to conclude this episode. And I want to say thank you to all of my listeners. You guys are awesome. I truly appreciate you. If you have any more questions or if you want to dig deeper into uh, what I was explaining, you can listen. You can email me. You can send me a DM. I am here to help. This is why my podcast is called The Fertility Doula. I am a, uh, I'm here for a reason on this earth. And I feel like this is my calling and it's my calling to help women conceive and to uh, become mothers and to become parents. And so this is my calling. So listen, call me email me, message me, whatever you have to do that you have questions upon this, this episode pertaining to this episode, please do not hesitate. Even if you want to not be known or whatever, you can send me an anonymous message. Uh, so yeah, so my website is www.thefertilitydoula. You can find me on there or you can find me on Instagram at the fertility doula. And listen, you can send me a DM. I get a lot of DM. My wife, she hates that I'm on my phone. But listen, I'm helping women each and every day. So I tell her that as well because that's what that's her that's her career. She's helping lives each and every day. So yes. So I thank you once again, and please stay tuned for other episodes that I have coming. Listen, I'm just an urban mom, just trying to help other women become moms. And I thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you ladies next time. Thank you again.